Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how you doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah? We're in the heart of football season, but we don't care about that. Or, or we don't talk about that. You know, we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Here. We don't yeah. care about it on the air. On the air, that's right. You find us at the tailgate or something, we, would, we might have some thoughts. I agree with that. We are 30 <laughs> days out. From the men's basketball start of the season, and a little uh, little under that, twenty seven days from the women's on their exhibition games. Look at you doing some math right there. I can count. Yeah, that's good. Um, I minored in accounting. Well, there you go. Fourteen years ago. <laughs> God, we're getting old. Uh, but yeah, so we're running up to the start of the season, and that's right. uh, and we've got some big news coming up this week. Hopefully, hopefully, we've got some big news coming up, right? Well, Jordan Butler commitment ceremony, October 5th, Wednesday, 3.30 at Christ School. What do you think is going to happen? Well, you know, honestly, I don't know on this one. Um, Number two player in the state. 6'11", 7'2", 220 between the two or three, you know, recruiting profiles. And in addition to number one player in the state, top 100 player. Top 100 player nationally, and I think so he's like, like 97, yeah, around there. But but this will be much bigger. This is going to be a much bigger get than uh, than Boyles or Connors. But not as much as Gigi. But it's big. Right, right. I would say so. It's interesting in like Lamont Paris's recruiting so far. His his first recruit is you know the best recruit that we've ever had since we've been measuring recruiting metrics. Right. And, um, but he kind of fell into GG a little bit. I mean, he did seal the deal, but at the same time, th- it th- helped that GG was five miles down the road and that, and that we were and and the situational stuff in North Carolina with, with them not it, having a scholarship. Everything to worked in our scenario. Like everything broke correctly. And, uh, and that definitely helped in getting him here. This will be the first big sign of what type of recruiter Lamont Paris is. I mean, some people call him the closer. He's been closing lately. He do, do people when you say some people call him the closer? Is there anyone other than you? There's like that three people, call him me and, and at my work, that have mentioned the closer. The closer. Well, not to be confused on the the show on TNT years ago with the closer. Okay, <laughs> sure. If he, I'm more than he, he signs Jordan Butler. He gets a commitment from Jordan Butler on Wednesday. More than happy to start. Do we need to put another two years on his contract? Just starting out, just throw throw him some more years. I mean, if he size, if he closes Jordan Butler, like like this will be this is this will be a big deal. This would be. Can we start calling him Mister South Carolina Recruiting? Yes, if he, if he signs Butler, yes. Absolutely. Is he almost signed and is before the season started more local state players than like three or four years of Frank? That's definitely true. Ooh. Well, well, I I don't know. It, so it depends on like. You know, because like Benson's a state player, right? Ariel was a state player. You know, like, and it, it, it I think it's gonna depend on where, as to how good he's doing with the, with the, with the state players, is gonna depend on what their rankings right. turn out to be. But this is this is gonna be one of the this would be one of the better state players we've had, um, you know, Gigi aside since like PJ. I agree. You know, and and um. And if he can sign, like this is an important step. 
and this would and if he signs Jordan Butler like that would be a sign that he's actually a recruiter and that and that he didn't just get lucky with Gigi you, you know and that he's gonna actually potentially recruit good classes here so it's down to South Carolina Missouri Auburn one team missing from that Florida State where his brother went I thought I was a little worried if Florida State was going to get in there but then come to find out one of uh, one of Florida State's assistants that recruited his brother is at Missouri now. So that's why I think Missouri is a factor, along with Auburn, who's just good. And they get pretty much anybody they Man, want. I'll tell you what, I kind of like that. I was worried about FSU, but with the with the coaching change, I think that breaks in our favor. Like, obviously, if he wants to commit to this coach, he'll and, and he's willing to commit to this coach wherever – that wherever that coach is, whether it's FSU, whether it's Missouri, whether it's wherever, then we might have never had a shot. But with the with that coaching change happen, ruling out FSU like that, I, this feels like this could happen. Like, what do I, you what do you do in Columbia, Missouri? It's the same thing you do in Columbia, South Carolina. It's a little cold out there. It, it, it can be a little cold. Yeah. Columbia, South Carolina is the complete opposite. A little hot. <laughs> That's true. And then who wants to live in Alabama? I mean, I bet going to Auburn would be pretty great. You know, Bruce Pearl's a winner. Yeah. They, they, like, That's another pod. <laughs> talking about Bruce Pearl being a winner. I mean, I mean, Auburn, like. So we'll see what happens. Auburn's played in the final four. If we you land know, like, him, game changer. So much momentum going into this season. This is not as much of a game changer as Gigi was, but it's definitely a game changer because it will, if if you take Lamont's first class that has Gigi in it and just kind of put that aside and 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 if you chalk that up to being kind of a fluke, right? If he put, if he puts Jordan Butler in this class, it'll be the best recruiting class we've had. Since Lawson's, since Frank's, since Frank's class that had Lawson in it, Conyers keeps going up the rankings. Yeah. Boyles keeps going up in the rankings. I mean, on paper, this looks great. Now they got to perform on game day, but just that 2023 recruiting class is looking pretty sharp. Yeah, I, and, all and I, all local guys. That's just great. And I feel good about our chances on this one. Uh, Gigi's been recruiting him. Yep. Um, uh, Boyles and. Conyers have been, been reaching re- out on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, and so like, like he's friends with these guys. He knows them. He talks about them in the yeah. articles. Yeah, and like, th- why don't you go where your friends go? Th- th- that sounds that makes sense to me. Your parents can come see you. Just a nice hour and a half drive down the road. Yeah, you stay in the state. Gigi's already here. Like, it's possible that this Gigi like signing, shaking it up, could uh could, could really be one of the best things that has happened to Carolina basketball, especially if it means recruiting wins for, for guys like Jordan Butler and then Cam Scott down the road. Um, Cam Scott. Yep. 2024. That's big. Yeah. And so Wednesday, three 30 Jordan Butler will be announcing his, his commitment. We will be tweeting about it. Obviously we will not be at Christchurch. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, not driving down there. But if he does commit, we will do a reaction pod either that night or the next day. Or the next day, we'll we'll have a maybe we'll re- take some uh, sick days from our work. Eh, you know, maybe why not? Um, the, the, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> speechless. 
if, if anybody at my work is listening, they would then know I wasn't sick. Oh, so I, I really dropped the ball there. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you kind of missed All right, that other there. recruiting news for the ladies. Chloe Kitts visited number 17 player in the 2023 recruiting class, power forward center. That'd be a nice get. Of course, a five-star, because I think Don only recruits the five-stars, which is a good standard. <laughs> what a standard. I don't think I've ever seen even a four-star visit. It's only five-stars. Like, but that's the level the ladies are at, and they can do whatever they she's, want. She she's definitely becoming, you, you know, like this is Kentucky or Alabama in football. You, you know, Kentucky in the on the men's side, where it's just like, like if you're one of the best players in the country, it doesn't matter where you're from. She's like you're on you're on her list. They could be in Russia, and we'll, we'll we'll recruit you. Yeah, that's right. And um, you know, why not? Like national title last year a layup away from the national title the year before going to be the number one. I mean, I have preseason polls come out yet. No, not yet. But you know, the final four is in Dallas and I kind of want to buy my tickets already. Is that bad? Juju? That would be bad. Juju buying them before the even season starts. Like the plane so, tickets. Like, like, it, like, you know, you want to book, you, you book non-refundable. No, plane no, no. Tickets? Just, just the actual tickets. The game tickets, because, you know, there's UConn fans, you know, that me and Glenn met out in Minneapolis. They were just like, yeah, we buy them every year because we know we're going to be in the Final Four. And then you have extra tickets. That's, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, that's so, something, something to think about. That is something to think about. I mean, I think we're, I think we're getting to the p- part and, you know, the women's situation where you can kind of buy women's Final Four tickets every year. You would be asking for to jinx us. Well then, I'll stop talking about it. Though. Yeah, like like that would be. Let's let's not get into all right. That. Also, there were some interesting comments made by our former coach on Twitter. <laughs> I think we have the audio. Yeah. Before yo. we get into that, let's just. I mean, let's roll the audio. Let's just. It is Frank Martin who's going to haunt us from his grave. Frank Martin might live forever, rent free in mine and Bryce's heads. All right, take a listen. So, so this was on uh, the Coach JB show with Sarah Blake and. Uh, some pod that he was doing. Here you go. I can get fired for one reason and one reason only. And that's if I, well, obviously I get fired for losing. I just, you know, <laughs> or you can get fired for winning like I did in South Carolina. I mean, yeah, Cal, you never know what you get fired for anymore. You restored that program. All right, couple, we got to break that down. We, we retweet. If you go find our Twitter feed, we retweeted it there. But just uh, Frank Martin's Frank Martin's out there on the pod trolling us still. He truly believes that he's just a winner and made us into this top tier program, and we can't even make the NIT. <laughs> I'm now, speechless. Now, I'm speechless now let's give Frank let's give him some credit. We're not Darren Horn bad. That's true. We are a sixth to eighth rank standings in the SEC team. That's good enough to you know be competitive. But we ain't making any postseason basketball. I mean, I mean, we we're going five hundred, and and so and he Frank says he got fired for winning. Your thoughts? So Frank Martin, Frank Martin did not get fired for winning. Right? I popped a vein. I was literally in my office at work, and I popped a vein when I heard that, and I lost it. I got angry. Yeah. Uh, uh, Glenn from is, is I, I guess this is safe. For this to be the modern exterminating, we know what bugs you segment of the pod. Okay. Uh, just Frank complaining about about getting fired for winning. Frank on Twitter. Yeah. And so, did he win more 
did he have more quote unquote winning seasons where he went 500 than other coaches? I guess. Cause he's looked this up and told us he loves to praise the 500 yeah. seasons. And so he, he's, he's, he, he found some stat that he did here that, that was better than anybody else that was here and claims that he's, even though this metric would just not be a metric for success at any other power five school. And I guess the point here is that just because your program that you are at is historically bad, which Gamecock basketball is historically bad when compared to all other Gamecock basketball programs. And just because your program is historically bad and you make it slightly and you exceed the, like their standard ever so slightly, it's still not winning. It's still not successful. Frank got hot for for two weekends in 2017. That's it. He didn't build anything. That's but that it. lady said she so, restored the program. Sarah Blake, I, I cannot like 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 know who your coach is when when they come on your pod. Like like he didn't restore the program. We're the same. We're the same. Like we're exactly where we were with Horn. Like, like the only thing that troubles me is, and it kept me up at night early on is Frank goes to sleep at night thinking that we screwed him over and he got fired for winning and someone needs to call him and get, you know, let him know, Hey Frank, that's wrong. Maybe he will. Is he one of those politicians that he'll keep on saying something? Cause he, he truly believes in what's himself. The, what's the George Costanza line? It's not a lie. If you believe it, <laughs> George like, <laughs> Seinfeld, love that. Uh, uh, our, uh, fr- it, friend it, of the pod. Eric's going to love that. Isn't one. it soup season? <laughs> I have no idea. Time for George to focus. Yeah, Soup season. Time for, but but anyway, uh, I truly believe that Frank believes he got th- that he actually believes this that he was successful here, turned our program around, and people like you and I aren't grateful enough. Well, well, Frank, we're so grateful that you were here and had a great one season, and we're grateful that we're back to five hundred. Frank, thank you so much. Y- you gave us the two best weekends in the history of South Carolina basketball. That's right. In the 10 years that you were here. Correct. That is what you did. You provided us with the two greatest weekends that any Gamecock basketball fan had ever experienced in the history of the program in the 10 years that you were here. And that's it. That's that. That's what you did. And what happened to the nine years and 52, 50 weeks of his rest of his career here. It was a lot of just that. A lot of beating Kentuckys and losing to Stetsons. Yeah. Frank Martin. <laughs> we'll leave it with that yeah. anyway. Uh, but uh, but so it, if we're doing this pod 10 years from now, I bet we're still talking about Frank. And I apologize to everybody out there. But, you know, well, we, when we comments are who like we are. that are made, are who you, we are. they need to be addressed. <laughs> All right, summer wrap-up. It's yeah. a wild summer. Summer is over. We're in the fall. Yeah. Starting to be a little chilly in Columbia. A lot of, a lot of cool things that are Gamecock basketball-related happening out there in the summer. Uh, I don't know. Were, were you following the NBA, the WNBA at all? Asia Wilson is just a winner. We think we've said that a thousand times. She won the WNBA MVP and yeah. won a, another championship or another. It might be her first championship for the, the Aces. For the Aces. And uh, they were they were some epic games that that were played. Like they, were, I, I turned on a few. They, they were awesome. My mom was texting me about them all. 
Like it, it was. We great. should have your mom on the pod <laughs> and, and give us some rapid reactions to to some women's basketball. Oh yeah, she she would she would love this. She, she would like the parking situation near my house. I'm sure she likes she a good would. parking spot. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, but yeah. Like, so Asia, Asia. So she was a high school champ, college champ, WNBA champ, and MVP in college, and. And the and w, pro. And that's pro. pretty good. Not to mention number one overall player in the country in in high school. Her, I don't, par- her parents have to have a room dedicated just to her accomplishments. Yeah, I, I mean Asia Wilson, winner, um, gonna have statues in multiple places. We need to build probably another statue. That'd yeah, be let's nice. Let's build two. Let's just have two. Why not? Yeah, sure. It's better than some of those football statues. Anyway. Um, what else happened over the summer? Silva, Chris Silva is, is a Atlanta Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. He's been bouncing around between, you know, G League and NBA, but glad for Sil- Silva, my wife's favorite player of all time. My wife's favorite player of all time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so in addition to Silva, also the, the NBA team of the GBO pod this year, looks like it might be the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, I, I, you know, went up to the Final Four. They have a nice arena up there, and they also have A.J. Lawson and P.J. Dozier, our Timberwolves, at least to the start of, you know, yeah. camp. So, so, I mean, Lawson's on a two-way, and yeah. Dozier, I think, is on a contract. So I think that means they're that they're, you know. Dozier, you know, got a couple injuries, you know, when he was with the Nuggets, but now he's back healthy and – my, uh, I mean, remember in the bubble, Denver had him guarding LeBron. The bubble, the, bubble. No, no the actual, not to be confused with the David Kloniger. No, 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 in the preseason, in the bubble, COVID, bubble after one big win in February. In the in the bubble in the NBA bubble where they played the NBA playoffs during COVID in Orlando in, in the Western Conference in the Western Conference Finals, um, the Nuggets were playing the Lakers. That's and, right. Dozier was guarding LeBron for and, a hot and, minute. And wasn't down he? the stretch, and 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 down the stretch, uh, the the Lakers ended up winning the NBA title. But down the stretch, Dozier was guarding LeBron, and was doing a decent job, uh, and was keeping the Nuggets in it. They end up losing this game on on the uh, on an Anthony Davis buzzer beater. But uh, but he he then had a couple of injuries. I think there's still. I think he's still got an NBA career in him. And Timberwolves are good, don't they? Have uh, the number one player from uh, Georgia, Edwards? Yeah, Anthony Edwards. They got a few stars over there. They made there. a big. They they traded all their draft picks for Rudy Gobert. They've also got Carl Anthony Towns. Sounds like it's an all SEC team. Well, uh, and and a French guy. I mean, that could be on a poster. <laughs> but yeah, they got a lot of SEC players on that team. So happy for the Carolina players in the NBA, and you know, shout out to Frank. You got us some NBA players. Yeah. We got some uh, we got some fun nil stuff going on. Man, nil, you know, we that Park Avenue. We teamed up. The university teamed up with that company that happened to have the you know the CEO of that is a Gamecock alumni. I guess that helped out. But a lot of nil deals coming down. The ladies, everyone on the team gets twenty five thousand dollars. And this is like official. That is official. I saw it on a piece of paper. Because because sometimes these nil deals. The way that they they're get just reported, on the message boards. It's just somebody heard somebody got offered this, but then they actually got the offered this. The ladies are getting twenty five k. Wow. I wonder if you get taxed on that. What's the yeah. tax situation it's, it's, there? It, it it's got to be income. So it's not like a Clemson bag of cash. You know, there was something in those hills. It was just a bag of cash in those hills. Uh, no, it, so so this is official. It's so on. So once paper. you put it on Twitter, 
and the university acknowledges you got to pay taxes on it. This is the point of this is the this is part of the point of of NIL is that, you know, these people were already getting paid. Let's make it official. Let's let them let's let them. And the women deserve it. Give them all the money they want. They're winners. They produce. They sell tickets. They They make well, number one in attendance. Always. They make money for the university. And then also NIL deal. Gigi Jackson signed a deal with Topps Trading Cards, which I'm just going to be honest. I didn't know trading cards were still a thing. Thought Sumter. I haven't bought or owned a trading card since maybe 1995. Um, but Back uh, in 95, I was playing with Pogs and Slammers. Th- yeah. Now, if he signed a deal with Pogs. Oh, man. That might hype me up a little bit. Bring, back, bring back the Pogs and Slammers. Dude, we could get that that, that little... We're, we're, we're talking our age if you're in your mid-30s out there. We could get uh, our, our little GBO logo, Pog. Ooh, we need to look into that. And then Glenn's and, got a guy for everything. Do you think Glenn, Glenn the, do, you know, do our you sponsor think, for Modern Exterminate, he has a guy for everybody. Do you think he has a Pog guy? I need to ask him. If he's got a Pog guy. I'll look into it. Aren't See, they just little cardboard discs? I think so. I, I haven't I haven't touched a pog in a long time. I need to go look in my attic for the pogs. We've talked about twenty seconds too much about pogs on the <laughs> episode of the pog. Going back to this, so we've got. But uh, Gigi's tops. a trading card. How about that? The, so this is actually pretty cool. Is that you can have college cards now? Uh, I know well, that you couldn't do that years ago. I, I know that cards are becoming like, uh, and collecting cards are becoming a more popular again. Like they were in the '90s, or at least I don't know if they've always been popular. And I just stopped caring about baseball cards. Where do you go buy cards? With card shows, I, I imagine you could probably I, I order bet, them. So we're not an NBA town, and so like you, you can obviously order them off of Amazon. I'm sure that there would be that that if you uh, lived in a town that had a in a city that had a professional team, there would be stores that sold them. Well, wherever they are, I'm going to go try to find them. I'm going to buy some college packs. I bet you like jewelry warehouse or somebody will have them or, or like, or, or whatever that Gamecock sh- traditions. Yeah. Th- th- that shop downtown on, uh, on assembly, stuff like that. They Books, might have them Adam's at the book- yeah, yeah, Adam's Mark. They, yeah. they might have them at the bookstore. Um, you know, anybody that has them. All right. Just send us a message. And we'll and we'll let make us you, know where we'll the make, cards are so we can buy them. And and if you want us, and we can make you the official Gamecock vendor of the GBO podcast. Ooh, you know, I like like, that. like we can we, we can work something out there. And so just let us know where the let us know where the tops trading cards are. Now I would love it if everyone on the team got their card, but I don't know, you know, you know, or even bring back past yeah. players on the card, like your boy Steven Spinella. <laughs> your boy Steven Spinella, but uh, or Lakeem Jackson. Yeah, but. <laughs> An old timers cards. Yeah. Just, uh, or, uh, I don't know who we're going to trade the G G Jackson trading cards for, you, you know, like, is there like, do, do we have a Michi Johnson or, uh, you, you know, like, like all these other players are players we've never heard of or never seen before. What about an Eric Stevenson, West Virginia? Is he going to be on a card? <laughs> I have no idea. He's doing used car commercials in, in Morgantown. Good for him. Good for him. I mean, if you want a 1998 Toyota Corolla, he's your guy. Would you have bought, if Eric Stevenson had stayed at Carolina, would you have bought a 1998 Toyota Corolla from him? Yes. (laughs) 
I'm not ashamed to say that. Yes. Uh, my my brother had a Corolla that was older than a '98. You, you know, we need he, to get Craig on the pod yeah. and it give him some. You know, give his thoughts. It's going to be the same as ours. All right. What else do we have going on? They've released the men's and women's schedules. We got times. We got TV. Yeah. It's going to be a tough year, but we'll get into that. We got on some our introductory we got, uh, season we, previews coming up. We we got some uh, uh, some SEC Network 9 p.m. night games on there. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh, those are just it's the tough. worst. Those are the worst. You know, as you know, I have a child now, and I go to bed at nine. I I will say this: one year, uh, we played Kentucky at nine. Okay, I I think we won. It was it, was, it might be the last time. If we you're beat gonna Kentucky. put a game at nine at nine o'clock, it so, could be Kentucky because so, people so, will come. So the Jermaine Cousinard. Half court, not half court, but almost half court, like Kentucky buzzer beater. Right. Um, was at nine o'clock and um, I didn't want to go. And uh, did I call and call and call and convince your, you to come? Your wife went. Right. Okay. And um, and uh, my wife did too. We both went and our friend Stefan went with us. And you convinced them to go. And all three of us were still teaching at the time that this went down. And um, and I remember we're going to the game. <laughs> and while we're in the car, it was apparently going to freeze the night the next day. And like we are literally parking the car and they announce a two hour delay for all Richland one employees the next day. It was it was the greatest thing ever. And the nine o'clock game, you, you could stay out, sleep in. It was it was fantastic. And then we win. And then we won. It was fantastic. It was just a great, it was a great Wednesday. Hashtag the more you know by Sumter. <laughs> Sorry if, if nobody cared about that. I cared about it. Thanks, Bryce. That's our Gamecock memory of the pod. <laughs> so anyway, um, first men's game is going to be an exhibition against Mars Hill. Right. November 2nd. Uh, first uh, women's game is going to be an is exhibition against Benedict. October um, 31st. Monday the 31st, both at home. So uh, we will obviously be at these, uh, the, you know, the, the women's game on Halloween. I can't think of anything better to do on Halloween than go to a basketball. I'm not a Halloween fan. I'm probably not going to dress up in a costume. No, 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 not at all. Um, but uh, and so we will have season previews coming out uh, before, you know, this, we're, we're right out a month away here. We'll have season previews coming out for both the men and the women. We're probably going to wait a little bit. Uh, to do that, there's going to be some news that's going to drop, you know, in the run up to the season, I'm sure. Like, for example, we're going to have a women's preseason poll preview. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, yeah, but the AP is going to announce a preseason poll. We want to know that before we do the preview. Right. What that is. I it's ima- a safe bet we're number one. I imagine we're going to be number one. But if we're number two, I'm, I want to have some thoughts about it, you know, <laughs> like on the season preview. Uh, we might have some NBA draft previews in the run up to that, where we can see where Gigi's going to be. You know, because um, um, we're uh, we're assuming that he's going to be one and done, um, and going to the NBA after this year, and that'll be fun having being able to watch a first round pick. And so we'll probably have those week and a half, maybe two weeks before before those games are out. Uh, the weekend of like October twenty first, twenty second, we might record. And they'll drop maybe that Sunday, maybe a little into that week. Um, you'll have uh, you'll have those previews coming at you. Couple news and notes. Um, also, did want to mention Lamont Paris came to my work. 
Oh, look at you, fancy. So at Colonial Life, they have um, they have every now and then, every year or every other year, where they have coaches come by, you know, because you know we have the naming rights of the arena, and you know got this email that he was coming out, and Lamont Paris and you know Kerry Rich came and talked to a few of us. I think it was probably fifty to sixty people, and it was just telling us about the season, and you know everyone wanted to hear about Gigi, and he was like, you know. We're going to be a pretty good team this year. But, you know, what does pretty good mean? Who knows? But anyway, just Lamont Paris Frank, showing Frank, himself in Columbia. Frank Martin would tell you that that's going 16 and 15. I mean, he would praise it on Twitter for sure. <laughs> um, also, a couple notes. You know, our sponsor, Modern Exterminating, is going to be doing another year with us. So thanks, Glenn Matthews, we for keeping have, us on. On the season preview, we might have some Modern Exterminating... You know, we maybe we need to have a Glenn Matthews visit to talk about to the, the pod. Maybe, um, but we might have some a modern exterminating promotion going on. This might Our, be there in the works. could be a fall promotion. There could be a fall promotion. If you if you are thinking about getting some exterminating done, maybe hold out a week or two. We might have a deal for you. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and then our also our unofficial sponsor of the pod rushes. You know, a lot of Gamecock Twitter talks about Hall's Chop House, but we don't get into that. Yes. We are all, we are all in on, on rushes. rushes. Absolutely. I saw, uh, I think it was Colin Trainer, um, who I think writes for the state. Colin Taylor. Tate. No, 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 no. Um, Chris Trainer. Chris Trainer. Excuse me, Chris Trainer. I, I mix up Colin Taylor That's and Chris close, Trainer. it's close. Uh, I mainly know about his Twitter feed that he is obsessed with rushes maybe more than you are. Ooh, uh, that's the, tough. The two of you would enjoy rushes together. I'm sure he tweeted out that they were doing employee training, trading cards. Like they're putting their employees on like trading cards and, and using those. Maybe you could, you know, trade a, a rushes employee for a Gigi Jackson, you know, like, like I mean, if I can get a double cheeseburger fry and a chocolate shake, yeah, I might be in on that. <laughs> You know, because uh, Sumter and I, we went to the uh, football game on Thursday for the SC State game when it got, you know, moved. And he, uh, all he said, you know, tell me what you put in text message to well, me that so, that night. <laughs> so we're going to the game. I, I normally don't go to football games with Bryce, um, but the people he has tickets with weren't going because they were going on Thursday. So he just texted me like, hey, man, want to go to the game Thursday? And I'm like, I've got, I'm. I'm tied up at work till five, but if you're willing to wait until after then to go down there and he goes, sure. Sounds good to me. We'll figure out what we're doing. Tailgate. And I'm just like, I've got it. We're just getting rushes to go headed down to the game. Just put two chairs down outside the car and just eat it in the parking lot. It was fantastic. What a night tailgating with some rushes and some seltzers. (laughs) They did not have those at rushes. Now, if they start having alcohol at Rushes, that might take it up a notch. But anyway, shout out to our unofficial sponsor of the podcast, Rushes. We'll rush back in. Is it rush back in for more? You're the. I need to get their. I need to get their slogan out there and memorize that. And maybe they'll throw us some burgers. (laughs) What do you think? How much would you talk about Rushes on the pod if they gave you one free burger? I'd talk about it for two to three pods. Anyway, we clearly are out of uh, are out of topics. We've but, done a little half hour here, uh, and uh, be on the lookout for this Jordan Butler commitment. Like this is a big deal. This is like this could be 
hopefully this isn't a bust and and it's just Mizzou. You, you, you know, like like hopefully you know Carolina Lamont Paris closes the deal. Um, this is this could be the real thing, and if and if he can sign Butler, a lot is, of lot of hype going into the season if that happens. And this will be a recruiting class, and it'll be the best recruiting class we've had in five years. All right, that's it for us. Be on the lookout for that and our season previews coming up in a few weeks. And if Butler commits to Carolina, we'll have another podcast for you this week. All right, that's it for me. GBO out. Go Cox.